Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Hannah's Grandma Jan. And I'm Barbie, Hannah's mom and Grandma Jan's daughter. And we, we saved, saved you a spot. That was fantastic. Great job, Grandma. Great job, Mom. Good job, Mama. <laughs> also, for all of our listeners out there, Bessie now has a new friend. Bessie Bean. Bessie Bean, <laughs> my cow footstool. Yeah. Footstool? Footstool. Footstool. Um, my grandma is now using her because, because she's sitting a foot in the air and she's... She used to be 5'6 or 5'7. How tall do you used to be, Mom? As you get older, you shrink. <laughs> How tall are you now? Probably 5'3. Oh, you think so? Are you that short? I think now? so. Dang. I think so. I'm just using this well, so I, I don't haven't seen you slide out. off the chair. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Bessie is the footstool that Mark Hay gave you for your birthday this year. Yeah, it's a little cow and it's my favorite thing ever. It's so cute. And your little boy can ride it like a toy someday. I don't know how he'll ride it. There's pegs as feet. <laughs> well, and also after your feet being on it, I don't know. Are you going to be one of those germ kind of moms? I don't have like. Like, absolutely not. No, my kid will eat dirt. Oh, good. Oh, good. This is going to be fun. Okay. Um, although I know I'm going to, like, ruffle some, ruffle some feathers by saying that my kid will eat dirt. But I'm, eat I'm dirt. not going to, like, serve it to him. I just mean. Oh, they always eat dirt. They always do. Absolutely. I'll, we used to have tea parties, and I would try to eat dirt. And I remember one time putting dirt in my teacup, and I was so disappointed. I was literally, like, three years old. It was, remember that dry, powdery dirt that was in the garage, Mom? We had dirt floors in our old garage that was built in the 1800s. And the neighbors had a sandbox. No one ever had a sandbox with Barbie around. Why? Wait, no, hold on. I'm okay with this. What? Why? Tell me. She always had to find the nearest water faucet. I got sent home a lot from the neighbor moms, and then they ended up liking me a lot in high school. This has taken such a turn. I'm so confused. Is this not where we were headed? Hold on. No, I'm so... Okay, first of all... Finish your teacup story, and then we have to go back to the sandbox because I'm very curious now. No, I was just having a tea party, and, you know, in the olden days, they had little metal teacups with cute little painting on them. They were adorable. And I was trying to have a tea party, and Mom wouldn't, Grandma wouldn't let me take any food outside. Grandma. And so I thought, well, fine, I'll have a tea party, and I'll just use this dirt because I'd heard people say eat dirt. <laughs> And I, is that why? and I remember trying to drink the dirt and it was so bad. And I remember spitting it out and I couldn't get it all out of my mouth and I didn't have any water anywhere. <laughs> and um, then Mary would come outside. Okay, now you're shifting. She's going back to the sandbox. I am. No, I'm okay. The I sandbox just want to know about story. it. And then Barbie. Mary Canfield for my Tonino friends listening. Barbie would look at Mary and she would say, I know. Go, go home. <laughs> no, she. I used to go over. Mary was our neighbor, and she had good kids. You know, Mark and Evie and Brent. I don't think Brent was born yet, but anyway, I go over there because they were the neighbors along with Susie that had actual toys. Robbie had some pretty good toys too. Yeah, and and the Hurleys. We were the neighbors that we had the old chicken coop that we renovated, <laughs> and Grandma, until Grandpa tore it down. Yeah, he burned it down one Saturday morning, but. We didn't have toys, but we had... Oh, we had toys. We had lots of toys. Well, no, I mean cool toys. Like, we didn't have swing sets and sand sandboxes. Although Chester Wilcox, we had the lumber yard next door. And Chester, <laughs> he would dump his big load of sand because he had a construction company. And I'd go play in it, and he'd shoo me out of it. Would he really? What did he think you were going to do? Be like a cat and poop in it? Spread it out. No. Because I spread it out, and he wanted to stay in a nice big pile. Oh. And I'd spread it out. So I'd wait till he'd leave and then I'd play in a sand. You're but, so naughty. 
Well, Barbie always had an idea how to fix things. I that still have just not, right. That doesn't shock me in the slightest. <laughs> That's still my ideas, but no, because the Lycans had <laughs> swing sets and the Pettits and the Hurleys. Did the Roberts? Oh, the, no, the Edwardses lived there in, initially. But anyway, we did not have those, but the big tree... Okay, we lived in a time when people put swing, tire swings in all the trees. So we knew where all the local tire swings, which didn't appear <laughs> to belong to anyone. If they were on a property and there wasn't a house there, it belonged to all of us. I actually kind of, I get that. Well, but I remember you did have such a thing as stilts. You had stilts? Yeah. Uh, that's when the dad would build, build stilts. And have foot pegs on them, and you would have a foot on each one and wrap your arm around the upper pole and walk. Well, because, okay, we did have the cool dad that would make things. Because if dad, grandpa He's could make it. the Casey dad. Because if it. grandpa right. could make it and it could be almost free, we had it. So grandpa did make stilts. And grandma Jan was, well, okay, I'll tell you something. Grandma Jan was cool. She would play badminton. So every summer we set up the badminton net in the yard and everybody would come and even grandma would play badminton with all the kids and we would do slip and slide because that all that required was a piece of plastic out of grandpa's garage we didn't have the real slip and slide wait can i pause you for one second and tell you something sure yes casey the other day goes i wonder if a slip and slide would work the same not on grass (laughs) And he was meaning like like on like concrete or something. And I was oh, like, no, no, yeah, no, no, it would not. You oh, gotta gosh. have it on grass. You or have to. Dirt. Yeah, you have to have it on grass. And also, I made a slip and slide because I carried the fun tradition forward for Mario. We were living out at Grandma's for a while, um, and I made a slip and slide out of plastic since that's what we did growing up. And I didn't check for rocks. And I was about 27 or 28 years old, and I'm doing slip and slide with him. And it was pretty fun. And then I hit a rock on my back and my fanny. Oh, man. It is one of the most painful bruises. It makes you feel like you're going to vomit. Well, I remember you did that, but all in all, it was a good day. No, it was always fun, Mom. And this is the— And she uh, still did it when I was a kid. We made it in the—remember in in Allen at that house? In the weirdly shaped yard that we have. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was a weird yard, but we used saran wrap. Saran wrap. Because we didn't have black trash bags. So, do you not remember this? What, saran wrap for what? The slip and slide. No way. I swear to God. How would we have done that? What do you mean? You put it out in a line. You have one person stand at one end and then another person stand at the other end. Then to like hold it down at first, you ha- do have rocks at the very end. I'm telling you right very- now, this was a 10-year-old Hannah thing that happened. It had to be a little Hannah thing that yeah, you I, thunk up. I'm I'm sure it was. Oh, but yeah. then you took uh, liquid dish soap yeah. and would squirt it. Exactly. But Barbie always engineered any little game like that. That's why the neighbor ladies were scared of me. Well, but we had a balcony on our house. Oh, gosh. Now, for those who don't know, tell what the balcony was, Mom. Well, the balcony, at one time, there were stairs up the side of the house. It was an old house built in the 1800s. Dad got rid of the stairs, but there was a balcony, and he put a railing. And um, Barbie had the bright idea to uh, offer Robbie some money (laughs) if he would get up on the railing and jump into the swimming pool you that was down pool? below. No, no, Hannah. Yeah. 
The swimming pool was like eight feet around. Right. <laughs> blow up. No, I don't even know if it was blow up. It might have been hard sides. It was one of those cheap little ones that you got at Mom, back in the day, Western Auto. Are you Auto. trying to kill people? Well, and I had run up to the store she, for a she minute. She shouldn't have left me at home alone. And got back, and all of a sudden, Robbie was a star because he had jumped off the balcony. Oh, so he did it. Oh, yeah. Well, I got in big trouble. He was okay because he became a runner when he got in high school. Oh, yeah. Robbie, so we were in like the sixth grade, and, and um, Robbie came over, and we're outside playing, and Jason's there, and we were doing dares, and I'm and he went upstairs. I don't know why they were both on the balcony. I wouldn't let Jason do it, but Robbie's hanging up there, and I dared him to jump off, and I'm like, I'll give you a dollar if he jumped off the balcony into the swimming pool down below. It literally had maybe 10 inches of water in it. It was one of those little kids. And so then he cheated because I thought he was just going to jump from the side because the sides were like three foot up. But he took and he flipped around and he hung by his hands and he let his feet drop that way, which, I mean, then it was only a story and a half instead of two stories. Probably. Uh, Oh, no. But Hannah, your mom was always up to some new little um, job. And I remember the day she decided to be a beautician and she, um. she cut her hair. It was literally so short. It was nearly bleeding. And I blamed that on Robbie too, didn't but I? No, she, no, no. Robbie, I tried to blame it on Robbie, but Mark. he was, he would, Robbie, well, first I tried to blame it on Robbie because, okay, weren't you let, like four? Let, well, yeah, let me back up. So we had, again, we weren't the family with store-bought fun things. We had this old chicken coop that grandma had gone in and cleaned and she put an old piece of linoleum in and some old things that they were getting rid of and that was our playhouse. And so we were out there and I was all excited because I had Aunt Barbara who'd come from Alaska and she always came and always looked all dolled up. This is back well, in the day when you wore your furs and your it. hair was done nicely when she you traveled. She was the Governor Keith Miller's secretary. At the state capitol. Well, I didn't. And so she was kind of. She also ho- didn't have any kids. She was the hoity-toity. Yeah, yeah. she was the executive executive secretary to the governor of Alaska. And we were like, my dad was a railroader and my mom made good dinner. Hey, yeah. can you not? I feel like you're talking down grandma and grandpa here. No, no, we just weren't. We weren't in the know. So anyway, Robbie and I are going to go on a plane trip. And I had long little girl hair that had never been cut. And I was probably four or five years old. I remember that. And I had some kids' scissors, but boy, could I work those scissors. And I cut my hair. I didn't have a mirror, but I figured out how to do it. And I cut my hair. I don't know if I would. She (laughs) had a solution for the hair being cut. She also had a jar of school paste. And she knew where the cotton balls were in the bathroom. And so she dipped the cotton balls in the paste and she was... Gluing, gluing them onto the side of her. Well, the, Mama, yeah. that was after, okay, so I came and I went in because lunch was ready and, and then we didn't get to have lunch right away because you didn't like my hair. <laughs> well, honey, you Because you used to babysit Robbie. Your head s- was bleeding where you'd cut it. Yeah, so but I thought I looked pretty. <laughs> and Robbie wouldn't take the credit for doing the haircut. I'm like, who cut? No, and you're like, this, who cut your hair? And I'm like, I, I thought, okay, she doesn't like it. Robbie did. And Robbie's like, I did not. And I'm like, I mean, Mark. 
Well, how did, and, and then she's going to march me over. So she's like, I'm going to go over and talk right now. And she goes over and Mary, I love Mary as a grown up, but she was a scary adult. She was like a strict adult <laughs> that followed all the rules. And she yeah. wasn't afraid to tell you if you were naughty. You know how we're, I'm always nice to the neighbor kids, pretty nice. Mary, if you did bad, she let you know. So anyway, loved Mary. But anyway, so she marches us across the street. Well, Mark's taking a nap. He couldn't have done that. And on the way over, Grandma's like, how did Mark cut your hair? Because she knows good and well Mark didn't cut my hair. And I'm like, well, we were playing Ring Around the Rosie, and he had the scissors in his hand. How elaborate. This. And, he, and he had scissors in his hand, and he accidentally cut my hair. It you just happened. Her? It just happened. And then she brought Mark out from her nap. When she his, woke from Mark his up. nap, yeah, Mark, you come out here right now, and then but she knew all the time. She knew. I knew. And then y'all, y'all shamed me, so I never tried to lie again because nobody played into the plan. Is this well, <laughs> but I remember when you were three years old. Wait, I gotta finish. Don't go anywhere okay. else with that because I gotta finish. I gotta Spit tie it, it out. In. So then, when I realized <laughs> that Grandma didn't like my pretty cut hair. And it was bleeding. She said, your dad, when your dad gets home, he's just going to be sick. So I got the glue and I went out to the <laughs> to the playhouse and I was trying paste. to paste my hair back and I couldn't get it to stick. It was awful. But <laughs> cotton balls stick better. So I tried to paste some cotton balls. Yeah, I must have been about four because I tried to paste some cotton balls there. Anyway, <laughs> the end, I finally got lunch. Well, <laughs> she she got good practice. When you were three, dad was babysitting. I was working at Christmas time. I always wanted to be pretty. And I still have the picture of her with lipstick smeared clear up to her nose. Oh gosh. She's, she's, for those of you who can't see my mama, she's making these big swipes. Like imagine the most clowniest look I was, I took it all over my face because I was probably, what, three then too. I, yeah, I think so. And I had, my dad addressed me, which it wasn't something he did often. I can see Casey, your husband, doing this. Honey, he, the suspenders are supposed to go on each shoulder, he, not both on one shoulder. He, he had them hooked up kind of <laughs> funny so that I could go to the bathroom and he could get me unhooked more easily. Stop. But I remember he <laughs> saw me and I found out years later he was laughing, but he looks at me ugly. Ugly. <laughs> and he gave me a bath, but he just, and I cried and he has this picture of me and I thought I was pretty until he said ugly in a mean voice. Wait, that's what Casey would do. And then he made me take a bath in the middle of the day, which was very confusing. <laughs> but, okay, now that we've had fun, and this kind of, yeah. Okay. Grandpa was not a good babysitter. No, he wasn't. He didn't make me feel loved or he anything. He didn't get paid. And he tied my shoes really tight. By the way, can we just go back to this? When Grandpa tied my shoes, he stopped the circulation. And he did it in a double knot, so I couldn't untie him either. <laughs> You had no choice other than to learn to tie your I, I shoes. I just had to do whatever he said or he was going to be he might tie my shoes again or something. So who did you prefer to have watch you, Grandma or Grandpa? Grandma Dodge across the street. <laughs> Neither of you. Neither. <laughs> Grandma would read the Bible to you. Grandma knew the Bible by heart. And she cooked me good food. And she called me peach. And Grandpa called me prune, though, and I didn't Why like didn't that. Why didn't you love Grandma Jan? And, and she fixed 
Barbie fried apples in her cast iron skillet. And molasses cookies. Because yeah. she was from... Ooh, I, I do love molasses cookies. My, my accent... Yeah, molasses cookies are good. My accent comes from Grandma Dodge because she was from Salem Springs, Mom, Arkansas. Ac- what accent? I got an accent sometimes when I want to talk like a Southerner, and she never saw such thing because Grandma talked like this. What did she like not this. see? What? You said, and she never saw such a thing. What's Wait, the thing she'd she didn't say, see? She'd say, I never saw such thing. No, I understand the saying, Mom, but what was in, what was it in anything, reference to just anything. now? Oh, like TV, when they would play back. This is back. No, Mom, I understand huh. the saying. Okay. But what were you saying it about just now? Oh, I was just copying her. Oh, okay. Things that she <laughs> said often. Well, Grandma did not like the television. This is the devil's the eye. Devil. She, she called like it the, the devil's tel- eye, the one-eyed devil. Yeah, but... But when it was on and she came over, especially Grandpa, he would like those westerns. And it was that was back when it wasn't all corrupt. I mean, I it was fairly yeah. wholesome. It was Leave It to Beaver and I Love Lucy, all the good. Of shows. course, Wanda Wanda. Dad liked the, the television because his buddies would come by and they would all have a beer, which was not legal on Sunday. No, you could you could drink beer on Sunday, you but you could, could drink it. it, but you couldn't buy it. Oh gosh, mom! I know we're gonna Wait, get that back. story. We're gonna get my mama is eighty four years old. Wait, no, I'm. I, I, I need can't. you to stop. Okay, for a we'll stop for a second because what? I want you to tell about how Grandma Dodge used to like look into your guys's house. <gasps> oh, she lived across <laughs> the street, and I had a big window in the kitchen, and she had a window. In her trailer. So this was your mother-in-law. <clears throat> My mother-in-law. And when we were in the kitchen, I could see her figure bobbing <laughs> back and forth. Trying to peek inside. And the, and the so reason she, you could see her shadow was because she had a window in front and a window on the opposite that's side. Right. And if she didn't have the back curtain closed, you could see her shadow. So I had a little drawstring for my curtains <laughs> in the kitchen, and I would snap that thing and my curtains would dance shut. <laughs> I mean, you were ter- but I don't think she knew I, that she you was were doing a, it She on was her. a very good lady. She a was good lady. very good. She fasted and prayed when you broke up with my dad. Yeah, I know. You I broke know. up with Grandpa? She I was going to be a mission. Go ahead. Tell about your missionary work you were going to do. Well, I was going to church a lot and I thought, well, I might like to be a missionary. And, and what so was dad like? My and dad was not been- missionary minded. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> so what? So tell about. Do you Elmer. hear that thunder? Yeah, it's really I hear thundering the thunder. right now. It's God saying, "Angels Shame are bawling." On you, Elmer, right now, Grandma's talking about missionary work, and there's this loud, loud thunder outside. <laughs> maybe, the whole building. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, that's Dad up there in heaven giving you grief over that. But oh, tell about Elmer. Who was okay? You, you and Dad first dated. We're going to be all over the place with Wait, this. Wait, but why? Did, well, so she broke up because she was going to be a missionary? Yeah, I, th- I thought. I should get rid of this boy who's leading me down a different Sin, path. Down a sinful path. Well, yeah. she, okay, so we're just going to talk about this. So grandma was a good little church girl, and she used to sing church songs, and she had to have seams in her nylon so her legs weren't naked, and she couldn't wear jewelry on the, I love jewelry on now. the platform. You made up for it, Mama. I made yeah. up for it. <laughs> and, You're blinged out. <laughs> and, uh, and she used to sing in a girl's trio. They sang harmony. We had a good girl's trio, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. We used to sing at Elks Club and Rotary Club. and. What, what did you sing? Were you alto? Yes. 
I was out. Where do you think I got my voice from, Mom? Oh, gosh. Grandma had, when Grandma used to sing, you should get to Grandma to sing sometimes. I know. I've actually told Casey about this before. She sings the most beautiful harmony. But, you know, harmonizing, I think, is coming back into style. I think it is, too. People like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like the Bee Gees, I didn't realize they got their start with harmony. I was listening to them this week. Do you know one of my favorite reasons for going, like, it's unfortunate that our our Baptist church now, Uh like, we don't sing as many... um, hymns yeah but i that's the one thing i really loved about palm valley was how many hymns we did uh-huh. because with hymns you can do so many great harmonies oh gosh miss jonelle when we were without a worship pastor i'd say jonelle and I, and i would help but i'm not a singer i'd say jonelle i need you to sing today really loud and she sings southern gospel gorgeous oh, great. she really does and linda too yeah they're great well we would sing harmony and it was such close harmony that it really sounded like just one blend. Yeah. That's, well, that's the goal. Well, our music teacher said, and all my years of teaching, he said, I have never heard perfect harmony before. And so we, we just had a really good time. I love that. Yeah. Grandma and Grandpa you know used fa- to sing in the car. I and was, was going to say, do you know my favorite memory of them was? Was when Grandma and Grandpa would always sing in the car together. Mansion over the hilltop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I sang got a mansion just yeah. over the hilltop. But I can't sing. You're not going to get me to sing. There. I'll never grow old. And someday Day yonder, I will never more wander. But walk on streets that are pure as gold. Though well, that's often off tempted, tormented, and tested. And I like the, the rest. prophet, my pillow was stone. I can't sing any more of that. Oh, gosh. What? Why? Yes, you can. But anyway, Grandma and Grandpa Another would day. sing that. So Grandpa, big sinner Grandpa. Big sinner <laughs> Grandpa. Hey, don't talk ill of the dead. Sunday well, afternoon football, <laughs> beer drinking Grandpa. But And he called himself, he, he said he went to school in the happy days. Yeah, he did. Why is that? I don't know. Well. Because that's, that's when the guys had guns in the gun rack and the back, the back window there. of their pickup. Oh, yep. and his white walls, Grandpa Elmer had these, <clears throat> he had the nicest cars. He had a two-year-old car and like a six-year-old car. But he gave his two-year-old car when he started dating Grandma to Grandma to drive. And the white walls, oh my goodness, the whiter the white walls and the whiter. He SOS pads. Yeah. yeah. And he'd scrub them and he'd wax it and he'd shine it and look so pretty. But... He, okay, so he met you. How did Fonzie, we'll just call Grandpa Fonzie because he thought he was like the Fonz. Well, he had he the little rolled to, sleeves with the cigarettes in them. Oh, yeah. He came to church because Grandma Dodge said, there's a girl down there you might want to meet. Wait, <laughs> so Grandma was, Dodge loved you? Yeah. Well, it was just a way to get her son to come to church. Because <laughs> Grandma Jan, she never, she didn't have her hair cut. She had hair past her fanny. Oh, I know. I had long hair, yeah. I like that. And gra- so Grandma was talking to Dad, Elmer, about you. Yes. And so how did y'all meet each other? When he showed up at church. <laughs> and he came, and, and how did she introduce him? This part I love. Oh, she said, this is Elmer, and he was mortified. He's the baby of the family, and he was with his letterman's jacket on. And and uh, and his... And his penny loafers and his pants rolled because yeah. didn't he cuff his pants like two cuffs or something you know no. and he had the da his well, hair he put that little da and they also wore suntans 
back then as well. Suntan, but they is that had like those khakis? Pants stretch, yeah, yeah. pants stretchers uh-huh. that you'd stick down the legs and then you'd pull the thing and you'd end up with creased khaki pants. Oh, so he didn't iron them. He just had pants stretchers. Oh, you used pants stretchers. Oh, you got to show me about that, Mom. I yeah. didn't know about that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, so he, embarrassed, he got embarrassed. He got embarrassed. So how did you all start dating? Because I know he Did asked, you reject him at first? I don't remember, except he asked me to marry him the second time we went out. <laughs> did he have a ring the second time? Is that no, when he had No, but he ring? had one the next night. Okay. He was he was a fast mover. <laughs> Gosh. But he'd already dated around a bit. Oh, he had, yeah. Yeah. But was I that- guess he decided I was it. And that was on Prindle Street in Chehalis. In Chehalis. Under the streetlight. Did you say yes or did you say no? No, I I said yes because I decided Prindle Street used to get high water. And I remember he came in his car and he he was such a smart aleck. He would go so fast there was a rooster tail on either side of the car. Well, here he came through again and the car died right in front of my house. And in, he, in the flood water. Yeah, he had to climb out the car window and get on the bumper and lift up the hood and do something with the <laughs> spark plugs or something. Oh, no. Anyway, but so. But is this, isn't that, now is this after you said you'd marry him or when he was still trying to flirt? It, it, he was trying to flirt. So he, you hadn't said yes, you hadn't no, gone on a date, no. he was just... Okay, and that's the same day. Okay, this is some stuff that I got from dad before he passed away. Is that the day that you wouldn't answer the phone and you had the curtains pulled and you wouldn't answer the phone? That could have been. And then finally you answered the phone and he said he was just up the street. Oh, that's right. After he got the spark plugs dried off, he called because I think he probably saw you peeking out laughing. I was laughing. You were laughing? Yeah, I thought... (laughs) You got what had yeah coming. That's funny. But you know what he told me? Oh. So then you made him a sandwich, a tuna fish sandwich, but he knew for sure he wanted to marry you because you cut up pickles. Because I, I had pickles in the sandwich, and that's how <laughs> that's how he knew I was a keeper. Really? He well, said, that and your little fanny. He thought you had a cute fanny. He told me some. I don't know how he how I knew that. No, dad but was he's, more proper. he's, well, he said that he had his eye on me because I had a big fanny. Well, I thought, that's an insult. Is it? But he was telling it. Casey that, likes my booty. He was <laughs> he was telling it like he thought it. That's well. too funny. Um, Shoot, I had something to ask, and now I don't remember. It was about Grandpa and Grandma. Wait, what? can you tell this story? What story? I don't know if you're okay with telling it, but it is one of my favorite Grandma What's stories. What's that? When you had made him two runny of an egg sandwich. <gasps> oh. <laughs> okay. So, so okay, I do want you to tell this. For everybody who's listening, Grandma and Grandpa, my mom and dad were married for 57 years. My dad fell in love with her when she we was 15. We were together for 60 years. Yeah, you were together for 60 because they dated three because Grandma Johnston wouldn't let them get married until um, she graduated from high school. So, yeah. okay, but yeah. once in a while, things didn't go so smoothly. So tell the egg story, Mom. And the motorcycle, his new motorcycle that he painted. Well, he was, in a, okay. he was in a hurry to go to work, and I had fixed him an egg sandwich on toast. And 
we were running late, so I didn't have time to let the, the yoke get Hard set enough. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So he came around the, <laughs> the corner of the house, and he took apart the sandwich, and the egg yolk started running down his arm. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. He took the sandwich, and he smeared it on the window. That you had just washed. the screen, too. It was yes. summertime, yeah. and you just washed all the windows. And I was probably wrong because I was a little bit on the vindictive side. <laughs> I took that sandwich, what was left of it, and smeared it all over his motorcycle. And so, anyway, that's one of the naughtier things. So when he got home that night, because we always, because my dad worked on the railroad, we didn't go in the front door of the house. We came, parked in the front, and would walk. It was an old 1800s house. We'd walk. Yeah. He'd walk around the back and come in the back door so he could take his dirty creosote railroad clothes off. What did he say when he, he had to see? he the, the motorcycle was his pride and joy. Yeah, I know. And I don't remember He that. had painted it himself oh, in the garage. Had? Yes, it was orange. It was a Honda. Oh, that was, well, no, it was a Suzuki. Are you sure? We mostly yeah, had Hondas. Th- we had lots know. of Mondas. No, he had a Suzuki too. I remember that. Okay. He, yeah. had, he had a, a lot of them. A lot. <laughs> so what did he say when he saw the motorcycle? What did he say when he saw the egg all over the bike? What did he say? I don't know because it had been sunny, I no sunny idea. I think all I went day. in the other room, so I don't know what he said. <laughs> and you I would think he would have gotten around. you back, but I think he knew that you would keep going. Yeah, you wouldn't give I up. I did so many things like that that were not right. But mom. Grandma. That's why he loved you, though. Well, like. that's <laughs> that's why, like I said, Grandpa Dodge used to come over and. Grandpa Dodge being Earl. Yeah. Grandpa Earl, Elmer's dad. dad. And he liked Westerns. Well, dad knew he was on his way and he and Fred were sitting there watching football or something. And they had taken all the empty beer cans Stuck him in the bedroom real quick. Because so Grandpa Earl wouldn't see. Yeah, because Grandpa yeah. Earl was a good Christian he, man. He, a, he, he never ever good, said a naughty word. That's amazing. R- really. So I don't know whatever possessed me, but I went through the kitchen and the closet you could walk through and go into the bedroom, and all those beer cans were sitting in the floor. <laughs> and so Dad and Fred were that watching TV. That was his TV. best friend, clear through high school. Yeah, and I just, something just made me take those cans and start rattling them. <laughs> oh, no. Fred came in and he said, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and because Grandpa Earl was there, right? Yes, Grandpa was best guy I ever knew. Yeah. But so anyway, that was. Did you bring out the beer cans or just you made them No, I nervous? left them there. I figured I'd done enough. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so. so. Go ahead. I was going to say another one of my favorite stories is when around town. No, I I do like that one. But oh no, I'm plenty close to the mic, mom. Um, my favorite story was when Grandpa came home too late and you had filled the bathroom. <gasps> oh, you know, I he could have traded me in for somebody that wouldn't do things like uh, that. Who? I'm sorry, Graham, <laughs> but you a, were a prize. You we, you, he, you were a, you were. A, he told me when you were older that you were a darling. She's yeah, a darling. I know. That's because he didn't know any better at that age. <laughs> but we had a window over the kitchen or, or over the bathtub that yeah. would open up. And he and Fred had gone somewhere. I think it might have been my birthday. The I don't old, know. The old kind of window that opened and you could just climb through, not the kind yeah. of slide now. Well, it's just so I just filled up the bathtub with water and left the window unhooked. 
And so, anyway, he didn't climb in the window. He was pretty bright and figured out what I'd be up to. No, 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 <laughs> he, Mom. He did. You were mad at him and his key. I was mad. He didn't have a key to the front door, and you wouldn't answer the door. No, I wouldn't. Because I remember hearing him <laughs> fall in the bathtub because he, cl- he had climbed through the window and... Blank, blank it, Janice, because as much as Grandpa Dodge didn't say naughty words, blank, blank it, Janice, and he fell in. I heard this splash, and he fell in the bathtub because he thought, fine, if she won't answer the door, I'll go I'll through just the kitchen climb window. the window. Or the, the, the bathroom, bathroom window. The bathroom window. Well, then there was a, the time before Sunday beer that he would buy it on Saturday. You know, I'm kind of painting him as a not very nice no, person. No, we, we've painted him so much as a nice He is, Grandpa was a delight. Hard well, worker, but, a darling, but this is, this is, we lived in hometown Tonino. By the time I came along, we were fourth generation Tonino, this little town in um, the Pacific Northwest, like a Hallmark town. Well, the dance hall Dreamland was just two blocks away. Right. And we'd hear all the young people with their pipes going past the house down to Dreamland. But anyway, what I was going to say was that we had been out on Saturday night, and um, come Sunday, he wanted to know where the beer was. And I was disturbed at him about something. Because you guys had gone out the night before, and he bought beer on the way home, so he'd have it for if anybody dropped in on Sunday. I just said, I don't know where it's at. I said... I think I just dumped it out in some ditch around town when we came home. So <laughs> it's funny now, but I think he must have spent an hour, hour and a half walking along ditches along the road looking to see where the beer was. Got a nice little walk in. Well, do you know where the beer was? Where? Was under the bed. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> but it, so the the reason he had to buy beer on Saturday is because they didn't sell it on Sunday, right? But no. and 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 Grandma and Grandpa's house was kind of the place that all the buddies. When you live as adults in a small little town where you went to high school, and Grandpa even played uh, city basketball. Yeah, they had a city basketball league, and Grandpa played city basketball. Everybody comes over on the weekends and visits, and heaven forbid they come to your house and you don't have refreshments. Yeah. You know, there's still some places in Georgia that you can't buy alcohol on, really? on Sundays. Oh, that's good. No. And there's, I mean, yeah. yeah, there's still quite a few places, like in the South at least, where you can't you can't purchase alcohol on Sundays. But he that's did change his ways. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Do and you think it was when Dominic passed away? That's when baby Dominic passed away, and about two months went by. And he was laying in bed watching TV, and he called me in there. And he said, i just been thinking. He said, I think we better quit drinking, and we better start going to church. So I said, okay. And that's what happened. Yeah. So No, and that was, he lived, okay. That would have been in 1984, and he passed away in 2015, so 94 Oh, four, 14. So that was like 31 years before he passed away. Yeah. So that's really cool. So for somebody to just quit cold turkey. Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. And he quit saying naughty words pretty much. Pretty much. I, yeah. I think I heard Grandpa swear maybe twice in my life. Well, that's when we <laughs> took you with us to Montana. You oh, know that. You took her on you know that my favorite story. Well, you know that story better than I can recall yeah. it. Yeah. So... 
We <laughs> we were on a road trip. You which, just you and Grandma we were, and Grandpa. We were in yeah. Montana. We we're in Montana. Yeah. And um, he got you know, mad about something. Yeah, but was, I can't remember what he got mad about. It was something silly. It was something really dumb, but he was so mean to you, and I was so mad. And, and he and said you a bad word. And you were sitting in the back seat. And, yeah, and he said a bad word, and you got mad at him because you're like, do not. Well, like, because you were in the car. Yeah, because I was in the car, and, and you got mad about it, and he goes, ah, I'm going inside. And <laughs> he walks back, to, back out to the car after going inside. and he The goes, restaurant? Or, yeah, sorry. He walks after going into the restaurant. He comes back. Uh-huh. To yeah. the car because he realizes he doesn't have any money because grandma's missed money bags over here <laughs> and she carries um, all the the money. But um, he goes, Janet needs money. <laughs> and like you weren't having any of it. And finally I whispered to grandpa. I said, grandpa, just say. Well, this. I wanted him to apologize yeah. to you. To me. For saying that bad word. Exactly. But I told him, I was like, grandpa. Just say sorry. Just say sorry, Even Grandpa. if you don't mean it, just say sorry. <laughs> well, because Hannah, because you didn't want to pick sides. You were telling me when you got home, I didn't want to pick sides. And I just wanted Grandma and Grandpa to be better. And I just wanted to eat. And you were hungry. <laughs> yeah. So but hungry. after that, he always said, I never have any money. Well, I, you know, as the years went by, he'd have his wallet laying on the back. By the back you know, sink? By the sink, yeah. yeah. And I'd always take money and stick in his wallet. Yeah. Well, then when he died, I stuck a couple dollars in his pocket. Uh huh. And I figured, well, if he got to heaven, he might need money. Oh, mama. Okay. But, so yeah, because dad did. He says, I need, I, I need to have a couple bucks. I need, always need to have a oh, couple yeah, bucks in couple my pocket. Bucks. Yep. So that made sense. But okay, we're gonna wait. Cake. Don't shift gears. Are you about to shift gears? Maybe. But what do you want to say? I just wanted to tell you, it's very similar with Casey and I. Like he'll have cash sometimes, but. He just forgets his wallet often because he knows that I will always have my yeah, wallet. Yeah. And so if we're out to dinner, <clears throat> nine out of ten times I'll have my wallet and he won't. But no matter what, I'll just like slip in my card mm-hmm. and he'll be the one that pays. Even though it's <laughs> You know, Dad and I do that my too. Because my card's on the back of my phone and Dad has to get his wallet out and dig for it. And I'll just hand him mine because there's yeah, this right. man thing. Where, I mean, our, our accounts yeah. are joint anyway. But it makes dad feel good to be like in charge of the bill. Yeah. Although when we got married back in the old days, when your dad and I got married, it was still when the waitresses used to write down each item and the cost of them. And I used to always know what the bill should be. And I added it up in my head. And one day we're we're just newly married because I only dated your dad three times. And he lived in San Diego and me in Washington. Anyway, I'm watching after we get married and he just hands the money over. He just accepted it as gospel? Yeah, and I'm like, later, because I was kind of shy. I mean, I didn't really know him, and I married him. And I'm like, do you add up the bill? Did you just already know the total was right? Well, no, I figure they know what they're doing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm Trust like, but verify. I'm like, you. I always add up and make sure my bill's right. Yeah. What were you going to say, though, <clears throat> before oh. I... Well, Grandma... I intended originally to, to kind of introduce you to Grandma Jan, everybody to Grandma Jan, and talk about her start in life, but maybe we'll bounce back there later because it's maybe, pretty fun. But I just want to let you know we are at 39 minutes. Oh, my goodness. How oh. do we get there already? Because, But I wanted to laugh about the funniest thing ever is Grandma Jan and Grandpa Elmer and their wedding cake. Oh, we oh, always, gosh. Dad and I always had a sense of humor. That is true. You guys did. You guys were hilarious. And we had our wedding cake. Yes, the wedding cake top. The wedding cake top. Yep. 
Well, you're supposed to eat that. I think what on your first anniversary? Yeah, I, I think so. And which I think we that's didn't it, right? do that. No, it ended up being in the freezer for 25 years. So the kids took it out <laughs> and they refrosted it. We cut a little piece and thought, doesn't really taste too good. So it's probably not done yet. So we <laughs> done what? Well, it wasn't good to eat. So we stuck it back in the freezer. <laughs> On our 50th anniversary, there's that top to the wedding cake from 1957. They had it refrosted and it looked beautiful. Yeah. And we cut a little sliver out of it. And, and you're right, it still didn't taste good. Did it taste a little bit like um, like cleaning products? I don't know. It just no. Does. It just went back into the freezer after our fiftieth. Now you fed it to each other. It was real cute. We have pictures at your twenty fifth and your fiftieth feeding it to each yeah. other. Well, we did, and it didn't taste that great. Yeah, I'm sorry. So the frosting then was fresh. It's in the freezer for another eight years. So over fifty eight years, it's been in the freezer. So Dad passed away. Uh huh. We always every time we'd have an argument. I'd get that cake and I'd throw it in the garbage. <laughs> At Dad, least it was in the bag, Mama. Dad it was would, in a Wonder Bread bag. He'd drag it out and he'd say that's the only thing holding us together is that cake. <laughs> oh, gosh, I remember one. Wait, I want to hear the rest of this. Okay, it's about the cake. I remember one Saturday morning waking up and you're still in bed. And Dad's out digging through the trash. And I was pretty young. And I'm like, what are you doing, Dad? And he gets this bag out. What's that? It's our wedding cake. Well, so then he passed away because, and then Barbie said the night before, so what's going to happen to the wedding cake, Mom? So I thought about it. Next morning, we get ready for the funeral, and I have this wedding cake I took out of the freezer. And I have it in, what kind of a little bag did oh, I have it in? Oh, you had it in a Victoria's Secret bag. Well, this so, is the plastic wrapped cake at this point. I, we don't have the Wonder Bread anymore. Wonder Bread bag anymore. And bless his heart, he's laying there and he's got his two dollars sticking out and of his, his Pendleton, Pendleton shirt. shirt. Mm -hmm. He loved Pendleton shirts. And I set the little cake down beside him, and I thought, you get the cake now. <laughs> okay, and as cute as this sounds and as innocent, it wasn't innocent. The whole little Presbyterian church in Tonino was full. The overflow where people go and have coffee was full. The sweet, sweet friends were outside and they had speakers outside. It was just one of those little sweet... It was sweet... the biggest funeral I've ever seen for a small town. It was... Dad would have loved. He would I have loved I finally it. got the cake, plus I have money. Yeah, but, but it was just so precious. But Grandma gets up, and she's in her black with her pretty jewelry and her hair done. And she's sitting there, and she's like, well, I should be crying, but she's not really a crier. And she's oh. sad that he's gone. And she stands up, and the funeral's almost over, and the, the preacher's wrapping it up. And she gets up, um, I just wanted to say something. And she told the story. So then when she took the cake I remember up, sobbing during this part. Gra Grandpa's in his little <laughs> casket up there. And she takes it up and she tells a story. So here you go, Elmer. You can just take it with you. Oh, yeah. He would have loved it. Yeah. He would yeah. have absolutely loved it because we always had these, I guess, probably sick humor. Oh, you guys yeah. were adorable because then no, I love it. he had all these hunting things because Grandpa always hunted. 
And he had all these animals hanging up on this. You guys build a house with peeled logs and big stones. He had all of his, his horns hanging in the house. He said, they may not all be big, but they've all got a good story that go with them. And we ate all the animals. <laughs> oh, yeah. We I, always did. I didn't even know hardly anything but elk and deer meat, venison. Yeah. I told Casey we have to get your Sloppy Joe's recipe because he's going to go hunting. Oh, good. Um, Good for him. Yeah, and so we have to get your... I always refer to that as silly season. Silly season, huh? Uh, yeah. Why? Uh, the guys' brains just get sucked out when it comes time for hunting season. But Great. you know, Mama, <laughs> after... All they could think of, yeah. Well, no, go ahead. And reloading and, yeah. and the whole thing. Oh, yeah, he got mad at you because Jason was born in October in deer season, right at the kickoff of deer oh, yeah. season, October 18th. And I remember one of his birthdays. I'm like, where's dad? We're waiting to cut the cake. Well, he'd gotten an animal that night. And you, hey, if you get an animal, you track it till you find it. Well, there was also the animal that he and my brother got. Yeah. And um, I said, well, how come you're putting a curtain up over the kitchen window? He said, well, I got to get this pig cut up. And it wasn't well, a pig. It, well, it wasn't really a pig. It had antlers on it. Yeah. Nope. So he was usually a rule follower. But oh, he was hey. a rule follower. But yeah, um, that's that's what it was. By the way, do you remember what it was? One of the last times I, or I think it was the last time that I got to see you and Grandpa both alive. Uh huh. Um, I mean, I know you're clearly still yeah. alive. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I was. Um, you were in the car already, and I I was leaving, but Grandpa wasn't coming with us. I think you were dropping dropping me off at Tumwater. Um, at that hotel. At the hotel, yeah. The, the airporter. The airporter, yeah. Um, and I remember coming to the car, and I was just so perplexed, and you asked me what was wrong, and I go, it was just so weird. Grandpa was crying, and I was like, do you know why he was crying? And it wasn't like a, <laughs> no, but like, just like just little tears. sad, yeah. And I go, do, do you know why? And you were so honest. You go, well, because it's probably the last time that he's going to get to see you yeah. before he passes. Yeah. And I remember I was like, whoa. And Grandma was right. Oh, is that the time he fell in Skipper's and you thought it was your oh, fault? Was, was it that time? It was, it was near that time. It was near that time. It was yeah. within like a couple of years he at just, least. Yeah, because you were still I was sick after that. Oh, he had such a black eye. Oh, Grandma, he had a black eye, both black eyes because yeah. it, he hit his nose, but it like, you know, like when you yeah. hit, hit your nose really hard and then it jams it up and it like yeah. makes your both eyes but I was sick. You were just so sad but well, it was you just were in one Skippers. of those things. Yeah, you were in Skippers with him and well, he fell. Well, he had to go to the bathroom. And the ambulance came and all Aww. that. I yeah. swear diabetes makes you pee like you're a pregnant woman. I think so. <laughs> I'm not even, no, I'm not even kidding like yeah. Grandpa, during his last days, he would go potty as much as I go potty now. Yeah. And when he had to go, he had to go then but it's hard because he could barely walk. Well, but a lot of it goes with Getting to be an older fellow, that's just one oh, of yeah. the hazards that go with it. Yeah. yeah. Wait, hey, you know? that, that reminds me, a really sweet story. So Grandma was really good to Grandpa because he, he, the last year and a half of his life, he was yeah. pretty frail. And it was nice that his mind wasn't the steel trap that it was maybe when he was younger. Oh yeah. I think that was a gift from God, but the sweetest thing ever, he was, he would shake his hands shook so badly. I remember that. And I'll never forget. I went out to dinner with them and we went out to the Shanghai in Centralia. Right. And grandpa always said on the outside of the booth, cause you know, 
when you're a man's man, you got to can't be trapped in the booth. No, and you never face, you never have your back to the wall, to the to the door. Yeah, <laughs> all those all those rules, but those rules <laughs> had kind of gone out the door. So anyway, I noticed that Dad, Grandpa was sitting inside the booth on the inside, and Grandma sat on the outside, and I sat across from them. And I thought, well, this is strange, but okay. So they brought him some soup, you know, like egg flour soup or something. And when the, when the little server lady left, grandma brings out this spoon out of her purse with a deep bowl in it. Tablespoon. It was a tablespoon that was You're easy. You're going to make me cry. And, I, and she said, here, use this. Because grandpa couldn't have, he would have shaken all the broth off the, yeah. the spoon. And she had a spoon that she carried in her purse for grandpa. Just well, it worked. You do what you got to do. Yeah, it was pretty doggone yeah. sweet. Wow. But well, my okay. nose feels like it has pepper in it. <laughs> I see. You're a little. You even since you were little, honey, your nose would always turn red when you're. Well, gonna you can't see it now. I have tears. foundation on. You were really smart, but your eyes are showing it. Okay. Um, we're past the 45 minutes that you wanted me to point you at. It's we're at 48 minutes. So tell about your road trip. Okay. Well, so we're we're hoping you'll join us again next week because we, Grandma, Mom, if you would come back, we'd love to have you again next week. Would that be possible? I do. What I just yeah. Ma- you're I mind. <laughs> I mind. I well, do what I'm told. Because we never really got into how you came to be in and what life was like when you're born in 1939 and your mama has TB and all those kind of things. Well, she didn't have TB until I was about a year old. Right. So and then that's she still went, pretty tragic. <laughs> then she went, well, by then my granddad had run my dad off. He came from Virginia, West Virginia, and he didn't have a job. And so anyway, he, you know, hit the road jack. However, Did you, you just want quote Ray Charles. Put <laughs> in any way, um, so my mom was diagnosed with tuberculosis when I was a year old, as were my aunt, my uncle, and my grandmother. And they all went to the TB sanitarium. How did uh, you not get it? I don't know, but I, I was always tested. And, um, so anyway, I, I went to live with some friends that my mother knew um, from church, and I lived with them for about four years. They were wonderful, wonderful people. And um, they took good care of me. Wow. And so then I went back to my mom when I had just turned nearly five. And I remember, it's um, really hard for a child, I had to go with my mother well, these other people were my family. Right. And I remember um, my mom having a beautiful yellow silk blouse laying on the bed. And this was, I would have been I, during World War II, I'm guessing. Yeah, that would have been during, because you were born in 39, so that would have been during World War II. But I was, I was a good girl, and I never complained. I just did what I was told. But I remember taking a pair of scissors and cutting a big hole. Maybe that's where my vindictiveness came you from. Were, maybe you were but, mad because you didn't get to stay with the mans? Well, Wasn't they were the taking me away Rock? from my home to go live with this lady that I didn't know. Yeah, because you really didn't know her because you only... I didn't know her. I hadn't lived with her for four years. Yeah. And I cut a big hole out of the middle of her blouse, the back of it, and uh, which now I understand it. It was just a little kid that didn't know how to express in words. Yeah. Didn't you lock her in the outhouse one time? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. 
I hope. Did every, you not have indoor plumbing? I have. No, this was at. It was called the Chicken House Restaurant or something out of Centralia, Washington. <laughs> and um, but my mom was in there, and that little piece of wood that swiveled around, and I lock. I saw that it would lock the door. Well, then my mom started yelling at me to open the door, and I I got frightened. Because so <laughs> you didn't know her. I ran away. <laughs> and they didn't the, have lime to put in the outhouses and manage the smell like they do today. It was just it was just one of those things. But anyway, little girl grew up and became me, and married Elmer. Well, we'll we'll you've got more stories, so we'll go back to that next week. But uh, anyway, fast forward. Um, thank you for coming today. We're excited well, for welcome. next week. Um, we just came off of a road trip. Um, Mom and I drove across the United States. We left last Saturday, um, a week and a couple days ago, and we took seven days to drive across country in my little van, and we had lots of adventures and fun, and. Uh, saw my niece Natalie in Texas and grandma met her great granddaughter Emerson Lou. Emerson Lou. What a cute Emmy little Lou. chunky girl. Oh she's, she's adorable. So cute. So she grandma got to see her great granddaughter for the first time. And Emerson's daddy took her on the horse. Oh, yeah? He does calf roping. They live on a ranch. Yes, and, and he's a carpenter and builds barnuminiums. And uh, he took little Emerson up on the horse when she was 12 days old. I saw that picture. Wasn't that darling? That was so cute. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That but fun. that's that's the way they do in their part of the country. That's crazy. And um, so when we stopped there, here came some fellows with horse trailers and they practiced their calf roping. And so that's the kind of life she'll grow up to. I love yeah. that. They have, they have windmills nice outside family. their house. Out, out, um... Natalie and Caden's um, living room windows, you can see the corral with the cows, the little calves, and they were out there. People were roping till sunset. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And they had a couple of windmills out there. How nice is that? Yeah. 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 Does, and they, does it just look like an, a life that like Natalie is going to love? I think, except for it's ungodly hot. Well, that's Texas in general. Oh, my gosh. It was oh. 109 degrees the day that we got there. And... Well, tell about the cracks in the dirt. Oh, the, it's so dry. It's called black. I forget what it's called. I want to say black loam, but I don't, I don't like think that's think, right. Like, um, like how you would imagine like salt flats. Yeah. The whole earth, I was looking at the dirt, the ground, and I'm like, Natalie, what is this? Oh, it, it, the cracks are probably an inch wide. Is, Whoa. It, by, is it by Dallas? It's a little south and west of Dallas-Fort Worth. Right. And, and the... And, at this time of the year, there's these big cracks in the ground. But Natalie had um, done some research on those cracks. She said some but, of the cracks, it, they put tapes down in them, can be as deep as 16 feet deep into the earth. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's not just surface level. No. And so I was talking to um, Caden's dad, Sean, and I said, because he's one of these men that can do anything. How, wait, and they're like an inch wide? Oh yeah, yeah, probably about an inch wide, up to an inch. Yeah. And I and he he does building of things, and I'm like, do you have to really consider that when you do foundation work and stuff? And he's like, oh yeah, that goes into consideration in your planning, you know, where these are more yeah. likely to to occur. Wow. It was interesting. Um, and then, what was your favorite stop, Mom? 
We because we stopped a lot of places. I think New Orleans. You, you like really New like Orleans? New Orleans and Pueblo. Was it Pueblo? Where did we see that little two-story church with a bell tower? Pueblo City, probably. It was wonderful. Yeah. And the old fellow. That was in New Mexico, I think, right? I, I think so. Okay. But you said, well, don't talk to that guy who came out of the building over there. That. Oh, my and gosh. she said. That was not in said, Pueblo I City. pot, and I thought. That was in Greddonville. Oh, I, I said, well, I kind of smell like a skunk or something. And, uh, but I talked to him anyway. Grandma talks delightful. to everybody. And I love everybody, but I'm more cautious. Anyway, that was in Grenville on off 84, 86. Anyway, there's only 23 residents in the town. It was an old railroad town in 1888. And most people have moved off, but there's still 23 residents. Most of the town is a ghost town, but there's this fella that lives in this trailer across from this old abandoned church. Grandma talks to everybody. And I'm like, Mama, well, Mama, don't, don't talk to him. He's, he's why not smoking talk pot. to him? Talking well, he's to pot people. And I thought maybe, Mom, it doesn't make oh. you go crazy. Like, well, I didn't, he might just like be giggly. I didn't grow up around it. I didn't know. Talking to people <laughs> like that, <laughs> talking to people is like opening a new book. Yeah. There's, oh, he was darling. So he much was very discover. sweet and interesting. Go ahead, Oh, yeah. Mom. Oh, he was great. <laughs> and he, he said, well, it could have been saved 15 years ago. It was an old Baptist church. And here's your your mom in there tromping around, walking through the grass where I'm sure there were snakes hiding. Mm-hmm. And Grandma's hollering to me. She's like, be careful. There might be snakes. And I really wanted to tour this old church, but then she got me scared about snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if you're wearing your boots, it's fine, but don't do it if you're wearing sandals. No, I was wearing my little Hawaiian sandals. Well, that's dumb. Well, there you go. We met so many nice people. There was a, a lady with her two and three year old child and her probably 10 year old daughter. <clears throat> she had the five gallon buckets, and the 10 year old was had her drumsticks. Oh, this is Boy, in New Orleans. That, that little girl could drum. Oh, yeah? She wasn't in school. It was a school day, but she could really drum on those. Uh, Barrels. Huh. And of course, your mom put somebody in her pot there. Good job. But uh, it, was, it was quite an adventure. Even when the fellow hooked the fence, oh gosh, the cyclone fence on his car window. So, you know, typically when I travel across country, I sleep in the van. Right. But when I'm with grandma, her feet kind of swell up a little bit. So we got hotels. And actually, your dad was really sweet. He would ask me how far we were going to go. And I'm like, oh, I don't really like to travel on a time frame. But so halfway through the day, he'd call, can you make this far? I'm like, yeah, we can make it that far today. So he'd line up a room. Well, he got us this really nice hotel for like $130 at the Fairfield. It which, was really nice. Yeah, it was really nice in, in um, like 10 minutes he said it was a 10-minute walk from downtown, but he didn't count on the fact that pushing a wheelchair on these streets where it's, it's um, kind of angled so the water flows to the middle yeah. is a little harder. I don't think I did it in 10 minutes, but it was super nice. But the night we get there and the reservation, it says parking available. Well, I think, okay, parking's going to be available. No, it means $43 for valet or you can park on the street, get up at 830 in the morning and start feeding the meter. And I thought, well, that's what I'm going to do. Except for, go ahead and tell mom what happened. <laughs> I have a drink of coffee. Okay, you have, your, you have, you do whatever you want, mama. I'm very curious now. Oh, gosh. Well, wasn't there a cyclone fence that he hooked on the mirror on his car? Yeah. And he drug it about two blocks 
and you were frightened that it was going to hit the van. Yeah, I I gone a cyclone fence. A, well, they had a construction site right before our yeah. hotel and they had this um fencing around it, you know, so they could do their work and people wouldn't, you know, get in their stuff or or get hurt. And anyway, I have grandma sitting in the lobby and I brought all our stuff inside and I'm going to go move our car to one of the parking spots on the street. And about then I'm in the car and I hear this rumbling and I don't know what it is. And it's, they've hooked this cyclone fence. They caught it with their mirror and then it was two eight foot by eight foot pieces. And it had wrapped around their car. And they're driving down the street, dragging this fence that's encompassed their to? car. They didn't mean to. No, they, it was a nice car. I'm sure it really tore it up. And I am looking, and it literally came within inches of my car as they went by. Well, why didn't they stop and get it off their car? I, I think it rattled them, and they didn't know what to do. But I saw sparks flying, and I mm-hmm. called your dad, and I'm like, babe, I don't usually pay for, for valet parking, but... I think I'm going to do it after seeing this. He's like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Worked out great. Yeah. Jeez, that's scary. Yeah, so we went there. Great. We went to uh, Dookie Chase's restaurant and we had Creole and Cajun food. How'd you like it? Oh, I loved it. How'd you? How'd I, your... I would make a good Southern girl. It yeah. was del- And the service was wonderful. I'll tell you, if you ever go to New Orleans, go to Dookie's. Yeah, I'll no, go. it was good. But I wanted to violate. Oh, okay, no, go ahead. No, mine was. I was just gonna say a little quick side note because we had Chase over for dinner last night. Uh-huh. It was the three of us. Your friend Chase, my friend Chase from growing up. Um, by the way, he said he still makes he makes chili every Halloween. Oh, he only makes it one time a year. Oh, and it's you're every supposed to sure Halloween, and it's because our know, tradition. Always, yeah, mm-hmm. but um, last night you didn't so proud of me. I made such a southern meal. Oh, that's great. I made chili <laughs> and collard greens. And good for you. Cornbread. Oh, that's really oh, that's neat. That's good. so good. I'm a real Southern wife. Was anyway. he proud of you? Yeah. Oh, good. Chase was like, man, everything tastes so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's a neat Well, we man. liked our hotel adventures. Yeah. Even if I did get in trouble from your mom. Did you find any candy on the floor this time? <clears throat> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, the last trip, she went to bed and I was checking my phone and I saw it in the corner piece of candy had never been opened and so so let me jump in here we're staying in a rough hotel but i am exhausted we'd been driving (laughs) to like 11 o'clock at night our last trip yeah and i'm bringing all the stuff in and i've got my wasp spray in my hand because you can't have your hand shoots 20 feet everywhere shoots 20 feet and there's a (laughs) lot of people around it's one of those places where people live outside of the hotel Uh uh-huh um one of those hotels i know exactly and i'm thinking hey as long as there's no bed bugs i'm good because I have my other thing in my purse. Your friend. Yeah, my friend. So anyway, we get in the hotel, and I'm putting the bags down, and I find this piece of candy, and I give it to Grandma. And I'm like, here, can you throw this away? Go ahead, Mom. Take it from there. Well, I saw it <laughs> hadn't been opened before, and it was watermelon flavor. And so Barbie said, what are you doing over there? I hear she all sends this paper me a picture. rattling. She sends me a picture of it. I'm laying down. She's going to stay up and play with her phone, and I'm... Laying down, and I hear this ding, and I look, and I'm like, it's from mom. What is this? So I put my glasses on, which are always by my phone on my bed. Anyway, I ate it. It was wonderful. <laughs> um, I won't. I, well, and I'm telling her, no, and I'm not going to be the one to get you any. But she's like, I can do anything I want. I'm 
81, 82, whatever she said. And I'm like, mom, Jason is going to kill me. Jason's my brother. Jason, and he's the protector. Um, kill you for what? For her having that. I'm She's like, 81. Well, <laughs> that's the time to have fun. Yeah. Road, road trips. Road trips. Road trips. The last road trip that dad and I had when I was 15, 16, we were in Chehalis. Okay. And he um, was driving some crazy way. And... Um, well, it wasn't the last road trip. It was one of the first road trips. Actually, had. it was I-5. Okay. When it was still gravel. I-5 was gravel? I-5 at that time was gravel. They were just building it. They used to go old 99. You'd take old 99 clear from Canada to uh, down into California. Wow. And, and he drove up on there on or that gravel road. And I said, uh, are we supposed to be on here? Oh, no, that's all right. And so we drove from Centralia to Grand Mound, which is how far? Uh, it, it was just all gravel road, and it was. Did I-5. he drive slow and careful? Careful. He just drove normal. Oh, don't worry had, about it. It's okay. <laughs> have you ever had your car give you a speed warning? No. No. Oh, have, have you? you? Not not me. Has your mom? No, Casey. Casey? Possibly oh. a speed warning. Excessive speed <laughs> reached. So apparently, because I have a very new car. Yeah. Well, at least new for our sense. It's a 2020. That's that's very that's new. new. Yeah, right. Uh, if you reach a certain te- um, mile per hour, which I won't say what the mile per hour was. And I'm sure it was a malfunction because you've got good insurance and you would never go too fast. I would never risk it. I, well, first of all, I never do risk it. Let me just oh my gosh. put that right there. But apparently when you hit near a certain... Uh, Certain Does mile it per beep? hour. It, it, no, it says excessive, excessive speed warning. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, isn't that some? It sure is. Huh. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I want to tell you, I know we're going to have to wrap it up. I want to tell you one more thing about Dookie Chase. Because yeah. Dookie Chase Restaurant is in the in same. New Orleans. Oh, in New Orleans is yeah. in the same neighborhood as Louis Armstrong. I was wondering. It's literally blocks from Jane Alley where he was born. Is it on Bourbon Street? No, it is not on Bourbon Street. Um, it's in the Trim area. Tream. Tream. Tream area. Yeah. But the neatest, it's where they used to hold civil rights conversations, Martin Luther King, Thurgood Marshall. All these people used to go there and do planning for civil rights movements. Okay. Yeah. But um, one of the things, clear back during the riverboat days, there was a lot of money coming in through the riverboats. Not only um, were the people running the riverboats making money, but Black America in New Orleans was making money. Yeah. But they didn't have any place to cash their checks because there weren't black banks where where black people could go to. Well, then how did they do it? There were different establishments that would carry a lot of cash. And if they were well-known, and Grant Palmer used to do this even at the Doghouse Tavern in Centralia, they wouldn't go to a bank and cash their checks. They would go to an establishment. So... Olympic Hotel, Olympic Club. Olympic Club, that's it. So Dookie Chase's restaurant, in the early days, they had a bar and they'd sell sandwiches and lottery tickets. And Wait, I'm sorry. Can we pause a second? I don't understand. How did they expect black people to, like, cash checks? Were they just supposed to figure it out? I, I don't know the answer to that, which I'd like to look into it further. But just like how Grandpa used to go cash his at, yeah, the Olympic Club, 
the, a lot of people went to Dookie Chase's establishment and would cash on on Friday nights. They go cash their check. And of course, it was a good deal for them as an establishment. Because then they would also spend money there. Because they'd get a drink, they'd meet with their friends, and it got to be a meeting place, and they would cash their checks. That's kind of how it got started. And then Dookie Chase Sr., his son, he had Dookie Chase Jr., who was really a well-known um jazz musician with his sister singing. Mm -hmm. They had a 16-piece band, and it got to be, um, and Dookie Chase Jr. married Leah, who was quite into Cajun cooking, Mm. so Cajun and Creole cooking, and she got very well known for it. And then she brought in the different African art and the local art, and it's quite an establishment with quite a story now. But we get all done eating, and we ate there, and let me tell you, we had... Well, during our time in New Orleans, we had Budin Balls and Cracklins. That was somewhere else. And then there we had jambalaya and gumbo and um, praline, bread pudding. and Red, ooh, beans, praline, and bread, bread pudding. beans and rice. Oh, red beans and ooh, rice. red beans and rice. Yes. yes. Okay. We almost forgot. And it's like, oh, Louis Armstrong always, you know, signed everything. Red beans and rice, Lee, yours. Peach That's cobbler. Cute. Yeah, peach cobbler. And what was the other one? Did y'all gain weight? Goodness. Oh, pro- oh probably. <laughs> that other cobbler. Oh, that was praline bread pudding. Yes, yeah. that was that so good. delicious. And they top it with whipped cream and a, a maraschino cherry. Yeah, it was so wow. good. But did the, you like a sprinkle of like cinnamon and nutmeg or anything like that? No, mm, I don't know. But the food, not only was the food good, the art, we were looking at all the amazing art in the restaurant, but then we left. And Hannah, the highlight of our whole trip was what happened, Mom? When we came out of the restaurant, we heard drum beats and there was a horn. A trombone. And, tr- and, and and tubas. Oh, yeah. And there was a gathering of young people, and I thought, oh, we're going to have to be careful because I don't know what's going on. There's a bunch of young people gathered down there, and we're Gotta out of town. watch out those young people. <laughs> hey, it was the highlight of our trip. Yeah. They, how many people? Oh Would gosh! So the young people playing in the band were they between gathered. fifty and seventy kids, probably about high school age, and they were playing jazz music in the street, and they were doing their own little parade around these big city blocks. But they'd accumulated people, adults old, and and children young, and people were coming out of their second floor apartments onto the veranda with chairs. Mm-hmm. Watching this, and there were little, all of a sudden, there were little kids, four or five years old. They went down the block, and at the next intersection, they were playing. And some of the people were dancing in the street. The older people, 70s and 80s, were dancing and clapping their hands to it. I love that. And we, oh, it was gone, great. gone around the block because we weren't done with it. And I thought, this is where it started. This is where jazz. We went to Satchmo's Park, Louis Armstrong's Park. We tried to find out where he was born, find Jane Alley, but apparently that was demolished for the um, some court city buildings. Police yeah. department or something. Police department, yeah. Uh, isn't there, um, in the restaurant, they had this display on the table. Yeah. And isn't there a Louis Armstrong um, jazz Music school or something. Yeah, something yeah. of that yeah, sort. Yeah, and, and um, Dookie Chase Jr. had, I think, attended that. But yeah. anyway, I have a question. Go ahead. Did Grandma earn her beads? No, no. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. I told my friends on Facebook, some of our special friends, 
that we were in New Orleans. Uh-huh. And they, they said, what'd they say, Barbie? They told you, Jan, keep your keep top, your top down. down. We'll buy you some beads. <laughs> <laughs> so grandma so, grandma kept her top down. but um, I expect to get beads yeah. when I come back home. I tried to buy her a daiquiri because somebody said make sure to buy her a daiquiri when she's in downtown on Bourbon Street in the French Quarter. But she didn't want one. And oh, so... No. When we were in Gulf Breeze, I bought her a virgin, virgin daiquiri. But there were so many. We even passed in all these little restaurants with people on the sidewalk wanting you to come in. There was one that said Larry Flint. He's that nasty guy that got in trouble. And Grandma told me to take Hustler a picture. Magazine, I think it was. Oh, okay. take a picture that of that, honey. And I'm like, I'm not taking a picture of that. No. <laughs> Goodness. Um, Oh, we saw we saw so many ways that you could get yourself in trouble. <laughs> On Bourbon Street? On Bourbon yeah. Street. Yeah, it's not in for the, the lighthearted. But there was so much to see. And we saw a lot of gals in their beautiful dresses, summer dresses, going into some of these restaurants. It was great. Yeah. And they're all friendly. Of course. Yeah. I love New Orleans. What were yeah. you going to say, Mom? No, no, no. We're, I just, I think we're going to have some material for next week because I think we're about ready to wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, we're for at this week. an hour and 14 minutes. Okay. I think we should wrap it up. And okay. will you join us again next week? See you later. Mom, All right. She doesn't have a choice. You've, you've kidnapped her. Oh, I've kidnapped her. I'm trying to keep her for as long <laughs> as she'll stay. This is true. Okay. We love you guys. Okay. We love you. We're going to pray love for you. you. God bye bless bye. you all. Save somebody a spot.